Podcast fam, in 2008, Paul and Kristen Prevett had just had their first baby boy. What better time to go all in, am I right? They decided it was now or never, and they jumped full-time into photography. They sold their house, sold Paul's truck, canceled all their subscriptions, and moved their family of three into a garage apartment so they could afford to pursue their dream. Now, 13 years and three more little boys later, photography is what supports their family. Hear the whole story in today's episode, episode 153 of the WHOA GNV Podcast. You are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNV Podcast, the podcast for you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. I am your host, Colin Austin, and before we get into today's episode, I have to give mad, mad love to my boy over here, James Leitner. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, James. Uh, dude, thanks for everything you do, man. Happy birthday. Thank you. Can I tell him your age? 26 in the house? I just did it without permission, but 20, I told him earlier, I'm like, dude, you're such a kid, man. Uh, 26, happy birthday, James. This guy does so much for the show, so I just wanted to give him lots of love on his birthday. And uh, definitely want to thank some sponsors before we get into today's episode. You guys, if you know someone who is about to move, tell them to give our friends, the UF Mover Guys, a call. Brad Jordan and the entire team at UF Mover Guys can do it all. They offer full service packing, they can move bulky items, they will disassemble that furniture that you need to move. Nobody likes to do that. Nobody likes to disassemble the furniture. (laughs) So they will do that for you. Uh, You need storage, they've got your back there as well. They offer free and fast, no obligation estimates. They require no money up front. You pay when the move is complete and you are 100% satisfied. Like who does that? Nobody does that. So give them a call at 352-415-0886. Again, that's 352-415-0886 or visit them at ufmoverguys.com. And if you wanna get to know them better, go listen to the episode they were on. They were on our show, episode 102, and uh, you can check them out. And I also have to give so much love to Leonardo's Millhopper. My man, Kyle Cohen over there, has been such a huge supporter of our show. Let me tell you guys about the early week specials that they have going on at Leonardo's Millhopper. They have Manicotti Monday, Lasagna Tuesday, which is like the big, big thing. Like Lasagna Tuesday's been blowing up for months, so definitely go for Lasagna Tuesday. And Chicken Parm Wednesday, plus each order comes with an, comes with an order of sultry and scrumptious garlic knots. You get all that for $10. Seriously, where else can you get that kind of meal for $10? Give them a call at 352-376-2001 or order online at leonardosmillhopper.com. If you prefer to have it delivered, just go to 352delivery.com and they can make that happen as well. Kyle, appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for supporting our show. And let's get in to today's episode because I'm really really excited (laughs) I heard that Paul doesn't like to like talk a lot (laughs) so I'm really interested to see how this goes because this is a podcast you guys today on the show we have Paul and Kristen Prevett owners of Footstone Photography you guys Welcome to my show. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you for having us. Yep. So, Paul, are you gonna are you gonna talk? I am. Kristen I am. is yep. putting you on the spot. It's like, coming. <laughs> 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 you have to reel me in. Uh, really, really good. Just do this, and I'll. So, <laughs> so you guys, I I always love to start with the story. I want to hear. One, I would lo- like my favorite thing when we do the couples episodes. I always like love to hear how you guys actually met and became a couple and got married. What brought you to Gainesville, and then just just your story, like why you started this business. So, who wants to start? Ladies first, Kristen. <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> well, um, I am originally from Okeechobee, Florida. Okay. Which is kind of like a like a Lake City kind of place, like more cows than people. Um, Florida country. Yes. <laughs> um, Paul used to joke that when I would go home for longer than a weekend that I would get the Southern accent back. Um, <laughs> but I moved up here in 1998. Were you born then? Okay. 
Um, <laughs> She's looking at James. <laughs> um, I moved up here in 98 to go to school, and I had a connection um, of a person who went to North Central Baptist Church, and they had an internship program at the church where you could live, and the church owned houses on the property, and you could live in one of the intern houses and work for the church, and that's how they paid you is with your room. Um, so I took got that job, which my parents loved because they're like, okay, their 18-year-old daughter is being like wrapped in this bubble of, you know, intern girls. Um, but that was the church that Paul grew up at. And this is where I like to pick up on the story because <laughs> her yes. internship was the youth intern and I was the youth. He's only a year younger than me. <laughs> but, but still. But he was so he was technically like in high out. school and I was a you know, freshman in college and so he's like such a huge age difference, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Back then it was, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we um I can't say we dated because it was we were like friends for a year until he would talk to me. Well, not I mean, you know, a few months until he would talk to me. And then we were friends. And then he finally held my hand after like a year. <laughs> and then we dated for a few years and got married, yeah, right out of college. So, and that's been. This year will be 20 years of marriage. Wow, 20, that's a big number. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. So now we have officially been together longer than we have been apart, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, that is a crazy threshold. Mm -hmm. It's been like more than half your life. That makes you old. <laughs> I don't know about that. But. <laughs> so, so you were so you born and raised here, Paul. Born and raised, lifetime ACR. Yeah. And so, you, did you guys both go to the University of Florida, or mm -hmm. we did? She got the degree. I did not. You 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 stopped. I stopped. Okay. Yeah. How far through? Um, I was going to be a doctor, and I made it through two years. Mm -hmm. of that. Okay. Before I decided I was not going to be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What'd you make? So, so he took, um, well, I have to tell you. Okay, tell me. Paul took me to the Olive Garden in public to tell me that he was dropping out of school and he was going to join a band. Well, I was already in the band. <laughs> Marriage Not material joined. right there. Let's go. Yeah. I was like, there are people watching me. You did this on purpose. So I can't get angry. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he. So you did not get angry? He did the band thing. Yep. Oh, I was angry. I just could not show it couldn't. in the middle of Olive Garden. Mm -mm. Right. But it was meant to be, I guess. So, so what instrument do you play? What I played you the bass. Bass, okay. In the band. Yeah. What and was the name sang. of the band? He sang. He was Six Days from Sunday. Okay. Were you guys good? Oh <laughs> <laughs> no. They were. They were. They were really good. Do you have any old tracks that we could like lay over this oh. uh, podcast? We probably. Oh, yeah. he's on iTunes. Paul's on iTunes. No, not anymore. Anymore, I think they pulled that. What kind of music was it? I think after, when you don't have sales for so many years, I think they pull. <laughs> or listens or anything. <laughs> what kind of music was it? Uh, Christian rock. Okay, was our genre. Cool yeah. man. Did you do the like bar hopping stuff? Playing where? Where did you play? Churches? Church hopping? Church hopping is what we did. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, we uh, yeah we 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 did the church hopping thing. We we did. Um, a lot of youth camps and things like that. Okay, kind cool. of even music. So, what did you end up, end up majoring in? I majored in education. Okay. And I taught for four years. I taught um, out of college. Four years out of college, I taught middle school English and then high school English at Westwood Middle School and Gainesville High School. And then, um, so I guess, I mean, it is, we, we laugh about it now. I was very angry that he was dropping out of college, but looking back, we definitely can track like how all of those decisions were meant to be. Yeah. You know, he did the band thing, but then when they weren't traveling, he would substitute teach at Westwood Middle School. And um, because I taught there, I was a, a yearbook advisor and my um, yearbook rep um, offered me a job after a few years of being his advisor. And I went to work for him in my first ever like print job. Like I was a 
a sales representative for him. So it was a printing company. But because of that relationship, he saw that Paul just had this part-time job, band, life thing. And um, he was the one that, when, when it was time, when the band decided to move on, I guess. Um, <laughs> As the delicate wife say, like, that's when it ended. It when was over. When <laughs> they decided they needed to make money. Um, that's such a hard decision as somebody who's in a band. Yes. Because you, like, are so, like, hooked to that yep. dream. I mean, I used to do it, too, so, like, I know. Yep. So hooked to that dream. So I get it. I can empathize with that, man. Yeah. But um, Stephen, my, um, my former boss, um, connected him with um, his first photography job. Yeah, where does photography start to enter this picture? Like, right. were you, was this just a hobby that you were like really good at, or? So it was a hobby, and I can't claim that I was really good at it, but it was definitely a hobby. And I mean, when I, I mean, was, this is a hobby. I'm not really good at this. I'm still <laughs> trying to. Like, <laughs> I'm still trying I to disagree. figure this whole thing out. I, uh, I was uh, when I was eight or nine years old. I asked for a camera for my birthday, and so I would, you know, I was. A little kid that would walk around, take random pictures of things, and you know, send them off to get developed and all that. So when that opportunity came, um, it was definitely an opportunity to learn. So I was excited to to jump into that. And it was yearbook photography. So it was you know the mug shots for the yearbook and sports pictures and senior pictures and those kind of things. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, so what, super fun. <laughs> so what year was that? Like when you were starting to get into that stuff? Two thousand two, three, three okay. or four. Yeah, something okay. like that. I don't know. All right. So when did this like start to transition into? Oh man, we need to go start a business. You know, do you? So, <laughs> so, like look at each other. Uh, uh, who wants to tell this part of the story? Um, I mean, we. I've been we, working. I've been working for four or five years um, at this point then where my boss came to me and said, hey, we're looking to expand Tallahassee, Orlando, something like that. Would you, would you guys be willing to run a studio for us, you know, in one of those cities? And so it was his idea. <clears throat> so, so, you know, he came to us and said, hey, would Paul or would Kristen be willing to leave Herf Jones and, and you to do this for me? And, you know, it was a very exciting proposition, of course, but through all that time, we'd always said, man, wouldn't it be cool to open our own studio? And so when, when he came to us and said, you know, would you do this for us? That just kind of got the wheels turning. Maybe we could do this for ourselves. Like we've been talking about this for a long time. Like he believes it, that we can do it. So maybe we can. Right. And so we did. We did. Sometimes we, you need that push, right? Yeah, I mean, like just somebody else believing in you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was really happy for us. Like we, we, we didn't go into school photography, so we weren't, you know, really a competition of his. And and I think he he saw that Paul had he was because he was shooting weddings on the side and and you know quickly went through the ranks and um, I think he saw it coming. Like Paul was just good, and he wasn't going to stay there forever. Um, but yeah, so then we sold our house. We sold Paul's truck, which was devastating. Had a baby. Well, yes, and we this had was a all... baby, but that that was part of the reason why we were like now or never. Yeah, you know, we have. Not that I look back and think that that was a really wise decision to start a business the same year that you have a newborn. And the economy collapsed. Oh yeah, it was two thousand eight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, but so we we sold the house, sold the car, got rid of every like subscription, every everything that we could cancel, and we moved into a garage apartment. And this was simply to fund the business, mm-hmm. okay. so we could afford to could not need to make much of anything. Um, and so we rented a little space in Hale Village. And nobody knew. Like it looked so beautiful. <laughs> it was so beautiful, and it looked like we were something special, right? And we were like living down the road in a garage apartment over one of those houses <laughs> in Hale, and like 
nobody cared, you know, they just um, came to us for us. But at the time we were like, we are so faking it. Like Paul was driving limos at night. So he would work in the studio and then he would help me get our oldest son to sleep. And then he'd go drive at night. And we lived really footstone supported footstone. Um, but the limos kept us going. Okay. Paid our bills. Side hustle to keep it alive. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, were you working in the business at that point? Yes. I still had, I had a part-time job with, um, Steve, with the yearbook company back okay. then. Um, so my so you- part-time and his part-time basically is how we, how we did it and, until Footstone actually started generating income. Yeah. How long did that take? Was Longer than we thought. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but yes, but like looking back, I'm like, what? You know, you think, oh, we're gonna be this overnight success. Do you see these photographs on the wall? You know, like, do you see the studio? Um, but I mean, we we were we were paying ourselves within the second year, so it was about a year that we were just. Oh my gosh, we 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 lived off of less than two thousand dollars a year. Family of three. Did you guys decide to like a month, not a, <laughs> not year. a year? That would be, Dude, be quite a feat. That would be impressive. <laughs> you shouldn't have corrected me. People would be like, "Wait, play that back again." What did she just say? Right. Uh, did you guys? So I mean, you had been doing like some wedding stuff before mm-hmm. that. I mean, did you guys decide to special decide to specialize in a particular type of photography, or did you? Mm-hmm. I mean, weddings. Yeah. Weddings was yeah. definitely that was it. That was it. We that was the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, um, it was pretty fast. I mean, again, at the time we were like, oh my gosh, you know, it's month number three and we're not making any money and month number four, but now we know better, like it takes time. Um, but within the second year, I mean, we actually started like breaking records for like what studios were doing around the country and like, it happened just really fast. Just in terms fast. of jobs, revenue? What, yeah, what do you mean breaking revenue? Yeah, just in terms of revenue. Um, like we were just a few years in and we submitted our um, like income statement to um, a professional photography organization and um, we were estimated to be in the top third of the studios in the country. We thought, well, that's low. <laughs> Photographers need to make more than, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was, it was exciting. Like it, it was, um, we grew fast. Cool. So how much, I mean, now we're in 2021, this business has grown into quite the machine. Like I, I always hear y'all's name on everything. Right. So it's like, do you, uh, like, are you guys still like working? Like, are you still like doing the photography yourself? Like Paul, like, I, are, do you do the photos too? Or do I, you main operations? What are you doing? Well, Kristen? So oh, yeah, I guess, I mean, so, yeah. What are the job descriptions yeah, of yeah. each of you guys? <laughs> when we started, it was just me and her, no okay. employees. And so at a wedding, um, we would both photograph and, um, and we did that for a long time. As the business grew, we started kind of branching out into portraits and commercial work and, and I would photograph those things. Time went on and, and we started looking at, okay, what, is, what does the future look like for us? What do we wanna shape this as? You know, once we got to a place where we could look towards the future. How far down the road was that from the time of starting the business? Was that like two years later, four years later? We hired our first just like um, administrative assistant three three to four years in. This is somebody and that then, was like sifting through leads or like what were they doing? She, yeah, she was, well, she yes, she was helping me answer the phone. She was helping me respond to emails. Um, okay. She was helping me like manage help with social media stuff. Um, it was like 15 hours a week, you know, just help me, um, you know, just all the, the, all the stuff. Know, stuff. <laughs> and then, I don't know, maybe what you were in year 13, maybe five, five years in, we hired our first full-time employee and that was a huge deal. Cause you feel like, you know, can we even, can we even take care of our own family and then here you are like taking care of someone else's family right but um man I'll just get emotional talking about her she was like she she came in her name is Stephanie um and she is still one of my greatest friends um 
but she was a bride of ours and I just loved her and I don't even remember how it came up but there came the conversation came up and she was looking for a job and she uh, we you know took a leap of faith and hired her full time and that there was um it wasn't too long in um where she sat us down at the conference table in the studio and she had like this like 10 page um stapled <laughs> booklet and she slid it across the table and it said um footstone studio makeover <laughs> it was like everything we were doing wrong okay everything but she did it in love and like the way she delivered it, it was like, okay, you're right. All of it, you're right. And she's like, and then I'm gonna flip the page and tell you how we're gonna fix it. And I'm like, okay. So she, yeah, changed a lot for us. And then she decided to have babies and you know. Yeah. I couldn't keep her forever. Growth. You know. It happens, life yeah, happens. Yeah. yeah. And now she has three babies. So do you find yourself still like in the, like doing the photographer like work itself? Or are, are you, is it more like, are you still like in the business or are you working on the business? So we're getting. You know, I ask because me as an entrepreneur of 17 years, find myself still working in the business. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's why I'm like really curious what other entrepreneurs well, are and our, in the our, business Our the trade time. is is service, you know? Yeah. Um, so I mean, Paul's Paul shoots all day every day. Okay. We don't. People think we see each other. Hey, can you tell Paul something? I'm like, can you just text him? Because, <laughs> um, Paul shoots all day. Yeah, all the time. Um, and then I will photograph weddings with him. Um, and then I've recently taken over um, the newborns. I've finally forced him to just let me have it. Um, so I photograph the newborns. And then um, we now have Allison, who um, took over when Stephanie left. Um, Allison is our one full-time employee, and she will photograph seniors. Um, she will photograph some commercial work when Paul can't. Um, and then we have Sally, who's Paul's little sister, who um, shoots weddings with Allison. So now we have two teams. So Paul and I will shoot weddings together, and then the girls will shoot weddings together. So do you guys, as owners, think about like the growth, the strategy? Has it all been very organic? You know, what, you know, in terms of leads, businesses, the business that's coming in? I mean, do you want a team of 10 people? Do you just love it the way it is right now? That's a that's, great yeah. question. Our growth has been slow. You know, there's, there's, um, there's people you go, you know, we, we have, um, national associations and they'll have conferences and, and we go to the conferences and there's people you know who say do this and this and this and you're gonna explode look how successful I am and and in the beginning you know that's very exciting to hear and you try those things and they don't work for your market or they don't and so over time um, we had to really step back and say okay well what what works for for us as a business for our personalities and also for our market coming back to um i'm trying to remember where where i started on that train <laughs> <laughs> you're so cute did you see my eyes they kind of glazed over for a second <laughs> yeah just talking about so, like the or, like the organic growth you said it was very like it was slow i mean yes. is that the end like is it are you just fine with that you know it's funny because i i i don't know i'm kind of in an interesting place as as a business owner these days um you know, and in fact, we got into it with the last episode with Hero, where we we're really talking about like, okay, you know, do you, do you want to grow, 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 grow? Like, I've always been in a place where I'm like, all right, like we're doing a million in sales. How do we get to two? How do we get to five? How do we get to ten? How do we get to hundred? Yeah, it's like, like how to, how to, how to, right? But, but then I'm like, the, I guess, the more I grew up, and now I've got like a family, and now, you know, I'm like, dude, like. I don't want to spend all this time in my scooter business. I don't, <laughs> I want to like, right. I want right. to go spend the time with my family. So I'm always right. very interested. I find myself being more interested in, okay, like we've hit this level. We're cool with this level. We're cool with doing the same amount of business every single year. 
and being okay with that, making good money on that and being perfectly happy living our life. Or no, like we want to have 10 people working for us in a year. We want to have 20 people working for us in three years. We want to have 100 people working for us, you know, like whatever it is. I'm just always interested in other entrepreneurs' Mm -hmm. strategies in terms of growth, not growth, and and why. And we've turned those, we've turned those things over multiple times because there are people who, who do 20 employees really well and have very successful studios and, and we know those people personally and um, but then there's people that we also know that that have two employees and they do really well also just in a different way right and and you know over time we've turned those over but we always kind of come back to you know we're, we're a little more of the slower paced that's where we that's where we land and so growing and with the with the second wedding team was huge for us. That mm. took a while. That took a while. Um, it took a that lot. That was of, scary too. Yeah. Is it but scary? Is it scary from the standpoint of like you're trusting somebody else with yeah. the quality of work yes. and right. you're like, yeah, they're like, like oh, oh now, gosh, now you're footstone, right? And we're not there. Yeah, that's a, that is a huge step, especially like. <laughs> especially with something like photography, because it's not like you can go back and no. get the right. shot that you missed right. of somebody's wedding, right? <laughs> right? There's like, no do-overs. Right. Yeah, if None. you screw something up, And not, not only, you know, wedding photography, well, and all photography, it's just very interesting. Like, you have to, you have to be an artist, and you have to um, be a scientist, but you also have to be able to communicate really well with people. And so it's not easy in, in certain environments, especially like weddings. And so we were not only trusting them to know their gear, to um, be comfortable and confident enough to get into that artistic place, but we also were trusting them to like take care of the bride and take care of the bride's mom and take care of the groom's mom and you know, like, and the groom. It was a lot and they're killing it. Like they are incredible. I don't think it'll be long before people want them. They're like, oh, we're gonna get you. <laughs> we wanted the girls. <laughs> they're so good, so, and they're young and they're cute, and they just—they're rocking it. So, from your mindset, like, are you just happy with that? Another team of two, or do you see another team of two and another team of two? So, I used to be when we first met, even like, um, and this hasn't been that long. And you know, I might. I might just be in that stage because we have little kids right now and when they are all in school, maybe I'll change my tune again. But at this moment, I don't wanna manage a team. But then every time we hire someone, I love them. And so, you know, I could I could take that back. But I like, I like things being slow, like Paul said. I like things being um, our little family, our little, you know, unit of four. Um, I do definitely, we have, you know, financial goals and, and things that we would like to reach just because we, we know we can, and it's like this challenge and there are other studios in the country that are, you know, hitting certain marks and we feel like we can do that. But we don't, we don't, like we talked about like um, the school photography thing and we, you know, like um, we talked about. Do you feel you like know, that cheapens the brand a little bit? I feel like, I mean, this is my perspective outside, you know, only. I feel like when I see like your weddings and stuff like that, I, like it's like super high class, right? And then when I hear like, oh, but like if we were gonna go do school photos, I'm thinking like, eh. It would have to <laughs> not be. Not that there's anything wrong yeah, with yeah. that. I just feel like right. it's not like the same. 100% right. But we were at the point, we were like working on an, a separate brand, a new okay. name, okay. a new company for yeah, that. that just because there's a lot of money to be made in that vein of photography. And you know, we, we, we walked that road a little bit, but then we quickly came back to no, like we just, we just, I mean, I don't, I, I think we're spoiled for sure because like we get to be artists every day and we get paid for it, you know? And it like supports our family and it still is, um, it still is a passion of ours to be photographers and to make really cool things. And so I, 
I think if we would have pivoted back then, it would just have been about the income. Um, and not that that's not important. We have four children. <laughs> They're very expensive. <laughs> but um, it wasn't the life that we wanted to lead. Okay. We still want to grow. But yeah. Yeah. There's still, I'm right. still like, I have my goals. I have my spreadsheets. I have my forecasting. I have my, like, I, I, yeah. I love all of it. Like yeah. the challenge of what we could pull off, you know, but. So I'm going to ask you like my favorite, like spouse questions. Okay. Oh gosh. <laughs> so, so which one of you is the real boss? <laughs> Paul does not hesitate. No. Looks right at Kristen. No. <laughs> Kristen, you're the boss. It depends on, uh, depends on the decision. Yeah, okay. it, does. it depends on the decision. It does. Um, if it's anything to do with money, um, it's me. Um, if it's anything to do with um, technology or gear or like the meat of our business, yeah, well, like he's the guy. I mean, yeah. he's he's the one that is going to create some super sick photograph in the worst environment ever with terrible light <laughs> and like it, he's just going to make magic happen. That's he's that's. But all yeah. those tech and gear and all the, all those things they they do route themselves back through back money. to the so, money part. You know. Hey, honey, do we, can we buy this? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that we've does, been, that does we've make been a lot of sense that, there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We might have almost gotten into an argument yesterday about that. Yeah. But. <laughs> Are you going to fill us in? You want to? <laughs> well, so one time, however many years ago, boxes and uh, boxes right. yeah, and boxes showed up at our studio door. <laughs> Tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars of gear. I'm assuming this did not have the boss approval. did not <laughs> tell me Let, that this was we, happening. We had the, we had the like, conversation. Oh my gosh. And somewhere in that conversation, I, 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 I got the approval that I felt no, like I needed. Right. So, you know. <laughs> Maybe he would have said, one day I think we should switch from Nikon to Canon. And okay. One day just happened to be the next And day. then, like, yeah. That's all. The clear oh communication. <laughs> That's a very so important piece. So he says I'm the in, boss, but in, then he does something uh, like that. That's a very important piece in business and in marriage is yes. that communication piece. Yes. Yeah, I've, I've learned those <laughs> lessons myself. <laughs> so... Uh, I mean, what's the biggest challenge of working with your spouse? <laughs> oh, no, you know, look at me. Um, uh, it's hard, man. <laughs> I know that. because I mean, my. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's be real, it's, it's not easy. Um, why, Paul? Yeah, why? Why is it not easy? You're, you spend all of your time together, and Part of that time is doing stressful things. And then you come home and you're doing stressful things until it's time to go to bed. And you wake up and you do it the next day. I mean, it, it was definitely a process. Definitely a process. Learning to navigate, um, you know, kind of separating those things. Yeah. The, the home life and the business life we still don't separate no we're, we're come on we're we're, we're, we're t we talk yeah about i was gonna ask that are, are you able to turn it off like no, when you get home never so you guys get home but, from the studio from work and you still talking photography our, all night but our well our conversations have changed i think that's true our, our conversations at home about business anymore are the future and dreaming yeah. and you're right it's more yeah fun conversations and hopes and dreams versus right. like you didn't do this order and that order, and I still need right. this and that. And I totally did that to him for a long time. Yeah, we leave those things at the studio. They're and still here. Yeah. <laughs> I leave them <laughs> at the studio. All right, so what's the best part about working with your spouse? Aww. I'll let you answer oh, that. Oh, that's. One. I wanted to answer <laughs> did you the wanna, bad yeah, part. Well, yeah, you can answer that one too. What's the bad part about working with your spouse, Kristen? Um, it's me. I'm the hard one. <laughs> Hey, You're lucky. She admits it. It's so true. It's so true. Cause I, I will just, you know, press the gas and be, you know, moving a hundred miles an hour and, and I'll just rapid fire. Pop, 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 pop. I need this. And need he's that. just, you know, like he's, he's just. I'm a processor. Um, so it's totally my fault. 
all the all the like yeah the downs were my fault um he doesn't want to work in an office with me he always has to be in another room but i would sit beside him all day okay is that because like <laughs> hold on is she like like overlook the shoulder and be like ah oh, what about this yeah. so what about this change does she try to help you edit or something or like she's like shoulder and, like <laughs> making making suggestions is that why you don't want to sit you next to her on, yeah you hit on a button there yeah. i feel like I, oh my gosh <laughs> Hey. I only look over your shoulder if you're editing a picture of me. Anyway. Uh, okay, maybe I used to do that. Well, because I, well, because I'm a woman and I would say, like I would see things in a photograph that he would not see and I felt like I should tell him. Like she's gonna be insecure about that or she's not gonna like that or don't choose that one, choose this one. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, those were all like, Yes. Really valuable things to know, right? Yes. To how a woman okay sees but herself. What would you prefer for her not to put that input? <laughs> we've, we've just we've worked through a good system to where she gets uh, that input. Okay. Up front, so I know what we're working with, and yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna become like this entrepreneur marriage counselor on this you side should. and like record everything, put you it out should. there, do all spouses oh my, all the we time. We could talk this whole time uh, about. Marriage and working oh, together, man. and oh my god! <laughs> so what's so what's I mean? There's, I mean, what's the benefit? What's the great part? I'll start. I, now he's gonna try to like. <laughs> <laughs> there's nobody I would rather work with. Aww. Aww, that's the benefit. Truly, there's nobody I'd rather work with. It's cute. It's cute. I still work in a <laughs> separate office, it's but still nobody not I would rather work me. with. <laughs> well, and I think. Um, I think, I mean, we just have this dance, yeah. you know, like when we're working together. And and it, 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 not that you have to be married to have this dance with, with someone, but it, it helps, you know? And it's like we, we can communicate with our eyes. And I know where he's gonna go and what he's gonna do just by how he's moving. And I know what, I know what he, wants to say what he wants to shoot and he knows what I'm going to say and, and what I'm going to shoot and but just even natural even chemistry it is it's just like and it's fun and like we yeah. we do some really cool it's just crazy like we do some really cool stuff and and even in family sessions like not just events not just when, when both of us have a camera but even in family sessions together it's like he knows that I will be there to comfort the wife and to um, make sure all the little things are perfect, like the fingers are right and the necklace is right and the hair is right and like that I make and, the, and that I'm making them feel comfortable so he can just focus on like where the light is and you know what what's happening with the light on their faces and where their bodies are and like he, he and it just. I don't know, it's just seamless and it's beautiful and it's fun and it doesn't feel like work when we're actually, I mean, when we're behind our computers, it feels like work. Yeah. But when we're actually shooting, it's, it's special. Cool. Is there a fear at all of like having, I'll, I'll use the term, like having all your eggs in this like one basket, you know, where like other, you know, couples have, you know, doing two different jobs you know, something goes wrong, like you have the other thing to fall back on, right? Like, or you have at least, at least somebody has a job, right? Yep. So, but in this case, like as, as husband and wife working in the same business, like, I mean, we could always dive into COVID too, cause that's been oh, a yeah. big thing. COVID definitely rocked weddings. Oh, I know yeah. that for sure. Yeah. So I'd be interested to hear how that went as well. But like, just, you know, is there, you know, any fear in, in, in that, like I, if this, you know, I, I'm not trying to bring like, <laughs> not trying to yeah, bring like yeah. a negative energy to anything, but I'm like, I'm super interested. I think more interested, people like, need to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, it's I like, think it's more, like, what I if, think you need to know you're not alone in the world. Yeah, like what if Footstone, you know, got rocked by COVID to the point where it was out of business? Like, did you guys even think about it? Was it even a... I'm a skilled limo driver. Yeah, I mean, is that, uh, maybe that's it. Maybe it's just having confidence. <laughs> having co I mean, I don't, I, mean see, I don't see anything wrong with that. Worst case like scenario. This. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you have to do that, I, analyze the worst yeah. case scenarios. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. and I mean, we totally. I did that too, because I was like very much like, I'm like, well, look, I, I'm probably pretty employable. I've been an entrepreneur for 17 years and done every aspect of owning a company. Oh, yeah. I could probably fit into any job if I had to. I, had, I already know, like the two companies that I would contact 
tomorrow if that tomorrow happened. if something happened like these are my people and that's who I would go to okay because I know they would hire me you know and I know I could do a good job um but I, I to, to answer the fear question um when we were starting our business we were a few years in and um uh Stuart and Susan Powers who like had an amazing photography studio in Gainesville for over 30 years um Truly world-renowned. Gainesville people didn't realize that, but in the photography industry, they were celebrities. But they were our competitors, but they were willing... I mean, Stuart really became a mentor to Paul. Um, but, I, but I will never forget, I was sitting with Susan, his wife, um, and they were like a husband and wife team, just like us. And I asked her um, if the fear ever goes away. Mm. And she's 30 years in. So I'm wanting her to say not what she said, because what she said was, no, it never goes away. It's different. It changes. You're not worried about going to zero, but there's always that Maybe fear is not the right word, but there's always like that um, realization that it depends on you, and that definitely can manifest itself as fear. Um, I think we just live in a much more volatile world, whether it's technology disruptions mm -hmm. or competition disruptions. You know, somebody comes out with the next big thing, you know, and it can eliminate a business like that. Yeah. You know, and I think. We just live in a in a society where things change so rapidly that, like, you have to be able to <laughs> adjust and adjust quick mm -hmm. if yeah. if you're on the receiving end of that, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So did I mean with that like did COVID mm -hmm. really disrupt you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was um, um, in a matter of 24 hours, it basically went to zero. I mean, everything canceled. Um, everything or not just canceled, postponed. If they were canceling, they all wanted their money back, um, which of course they should have. Um, even uh, family sessions who had already happened, like we, were, we had done the session, retouched the work, ready to order, like said stop, because they were all afraid. They're like, I need my money back. So, um, yeah, it was it was scary. It was intense for a little while. Yeah. So what happened? So, do we keep going or? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I'm feeling like I have to like okay, my Gainesville people are all listening. This isn't just, but I mean, I mean, this is personal. But that's what we're here for, right? Yeah. Okay. Like like you said earlier, like I think you know these these stories. One like they're completely relatable. So many, so many businesses in the last year have definitely gotten rocked. By, I mean, even Hero last week when we were talking to him, you know, I mean, like businesses got rocked by COVID, and you know, I think it's, I think it's easy to say, okay, like on social media, you can definitely see, you know, I, we we all know that people on social media tend to show like the highlights, the sure. best, the best parts of everything, mm -hmm. right? Sure. But man, I think the good thing about a podcast is that you haven't like there is an opportunity. I've been super transparent on here with mm -hmm. everything that's been going on in my life, um, and and I think that really resonates and really connects with people because we definitely have an audience out there that feels very much in the same place of like, man, like it's just nice to know that I'm not right. alone in this, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it got really scary, and we're like, um, you know, okay, well the cash that we have on hand, when's it gonna run out? You know, like how, how long can we be okay? Um, and we, you know, we would have been okay for several months, but that's not a very long time, you know? So in that moment, like truly when everything shuts down, when everything shut, shut down and we're at home and we're all quarantined and we're, you know, I'm probably crying and we're trying not to, to panic, but we totally are. Um, Paul gets um, a phone call from um, the limo company. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't ride limos during COVID. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Paul gets a phone call or a text message um, asking if if he might help um, 
North Central um, Baptist Church set up for um, remote remote yeah Church. just help what help us set up the lights help well, us put put, put we where put us where we need to be so that we look good on camera and Paul's like I'll totally do that I mean wouldn't have anything else to do he would have done it anyway but we yeah we'll do that <laughs> I'm home today um, <laughs> for the next six months but um, so we went and did that and then um, I guess our brother-in-law who is on staff at Greenhouse um, knew that Paul was helping North Central do it so Patrick said hey can you, you know come help us too so Paul went up and I mean, basic stuff, you know, but um, just volunteered to go up and, and help him out. It wasn't much, but a few days after, Greenhouse um, staff calls and says, hey, Paul, we, we, we've we decided that um, we, ha- we have this online school, or no, excuse me, we have this school of ministry where people will come to class, and it's a three-month class, Full year, full year class. Okay, um, but we obviously can't do it in person. We want to video the whole thing, all the lessons, all the teachers, and put it all online. Will you help us do it? And Paul was like, "Yes, I don't have all the gear I need, but you have to say yes in a moment like that, right?" And um, that one job helped pay our salary until things started picking back up again. One job. I mean, God just knew, you know? And it was so obvious it was a God thing and not a Paul and Kristen thing because Paul and Kristen didn't do anything for that. That was totally handed to us, right? And it saved us. And then we got, you know, the PPP and that was huge. And, you know, family sessions started like, oh, well, if you'll mask and we mask and you mm-hmm. stay far away. And we do it outside. And we do it. Yeah. yeah. So like family sessions and they were home and they were together and it was an emotional time. So that part of our business started growing pretty quickly um, or started, you know, um, coming back pretty quickly. I even saw like, I don't know if this was with you guys, but I saw family sessions where people like, they even wanted to have like a mask photo just to kind of like document right, the fact right, that, yes. <laughs> that they went through this. Yes, you know? right. And, you know, so so things, um, thankfully, um, other air, like events are still not the same. Weddings are still not the same. But the family side of our business, luckily it fluctuated yeah. and and we got through it. But yeah. it was all because of that one video that's cool. job that's cool it's a cool yeah. story mm-hmm. i mean sometimes that's that's you know <laughs> that's what happens i mean god will provide in those moments for sure it's really really cool so i mean looking back over the entire time frame of your business would you say that's the biggest challenge or was there a challenge that you remember being bigger than that I mean, you started hmm. in the middle of a recession. Well, right. see, <laughs> like, we knew that, no uh, different. We right. started at zero. Right, so if right, we made right. no. anything, we were like, yes. Kind of, Some yeah. great businesses started. So we in didn't the middle have of to we didn't feel the the down. Right. You right. Only we had just started growing. So I yeah, I'm grateful that we didn't start in two thousand six. You know? How different would that have been? Yeah. Was yeah. that the hardest thing? Possibly the hardest thing, but you know, I look back and that wasn't the most stressful thing. Okay, what was the most stressful thing? I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere like I that. I'm like, oh, you know, what's the like, maybe what your point was just that you know the, you the, weren't as stressed as yeah. I mean, you, I found myself at times, like Kristen said, you know, it was so obvious and so apparent that it wasn't something that we did because mm-hmm. so I mean so much as an entrepreneur is I need to go out and do this for myself I need to market for myself I need, right. you know and you and you push and you push absolutely this was something that was not that it was on completely opposite side and we just felt taken care of mm-hmm. you know and so there was a an odd sense of peace even though it was a very 
crazy and difficult time. Yeah, I do. I can completely, <laughs> I can completely relate. I mean, this whole, yeah. this whole year for me is very much the same way. Like I've told Shannon multiple times, I'm like, I'm, I'm at peace with whatever happens. Yeah. Like I just know, I just know that this is not it for me. I know that there's something right. greater. I mean, if, if, if God decides, okay, scooters are done because like pandemic, this is it. Scooters are over. That was a great 17 year run. I know that there's something better around the corner. Right. <laughs> but in fact, I've like tried to, and I've had this conversation on this, on the show as well. Like I've tried to put pieces in play to have like enough options to actually exit the business. And I mean, I've gotten down to what feels like pennies in the bank account and we're still here. <laughs> I'm like, how, how is this even possible? How are we still here? How's this like, I'm like, I told you, I don't know what it is, but God still wants me in the scooter business for some reason, yeah. like, you know? And so that's been very, very apparent, especially in the last couple months. So it's yeah. like, all right, like I'm, I'm here, I'm ready to serve. What do you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? that's such a, I, th- I feel like that's such an exciting place to be though. Like if it'll be really exciting down the road, you know, like you were talking about when you're like down the road and you can look back right. and you can see all the yeah. like intentional things that happened over the right. course of 10 years, 15, whatever it is to see it unfold. Yeah. Well, but I think, I, you're, I think, I think we can allow ourselves to be excited now though, even though there's so much else that we want to pull off. Who even, what does that even mean? Pull off, you yeah. know, like who really cares to be honest? It's just us wanting to like achieve milestones. Right. But like, if you know that God put you here and is keeping you here, like that's kind of exciting, right? Because he's doing something. And as soon as he pivots, if you're in that wavelength where you're listening and you pivot, then that's so exciting because like, okay, what's he doing now? Are you incredibly patient? No. No. I mean, yes. Are you incredibly patient? I mean, yes, I'm, no. I don't know, like, the reason I ask that is because like, I like, I hear that and I'm like, yes, I like, I totally get what you're saying. But at the same time, like I can't tell you how many times I've looked in the, like the bathroom, like mirror and just being like, God, what are you doing right now? Mm-hmm. Like, like why, like why am I still here? Like, why am I in this business? Why am I going through this right now? Mm-hmm. Why is this, why is this like, I know I'm okay. I'm trying to find joy in this trial. I'm trying, right. I'm trying, Lord, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Right. But like, why do you want me in the scooter business? Right. <laughs> like right. I've, you know, like I've, like I love, don't get me wrong. Like in, in you Does know, he, I, I'm in a very similar place from you. Like I know that people watch the show and like I team members watch the show and I, I don't want like, I love this scooter business. This has been such a huge piece of my life. But like, I keep telling people, I'm like, I'm ready to go all in on this. I'm ready to, I'm ready to try new things. I'm ready, you know, and, but still here I am. I don't know why yet. I don't know why, but I'm sure I will at some point. <laughs> you know, I, I always joke around with like my pastor and stuff, and you know, he's always like, you know, well, Jesus wandered for 40 days. I'm like, oh, yeah. I can do 40 days. <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like, he's like, you know, Abraham waited like Abraham and Sarah waited for like years to have a baby. Like they were like, yeah. you know, really, really old. I'm like, I really don't want to wait that long. <laughs> I would prefer the 40 days. Right. Uh, <laughs> I can't, yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, I think, I think I have become more patient. It helps. <laughs> it does, you know. Uh, um, and I think part of that is simply coming to the realization that I don't have to have the control. It's not an easy place to get to. And I'm not saying I'm even fully there, but if you're not in control, your patience becomes greater. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, so, okay, totally weird question. Okay. We got to wrap up in a couple minutes, just so you know. But yeah, go. Well, you said that you asked God, like, why? Does does he answer you? Um, no. I think, I'll say yes and no. So, like, and I've talked about this on the show, too. Like, I, like, at the beginning, at the beginning of 2020, I started a prayer journal, which I'd never done before. Mm. I'm talking like January of 2020. Oh, wow. And it was very much like, I'd never done that, like why now, right? Mm. And it was as if God was preparing me for 2020 because now like I go back and I look at what I was writing a year ago and the revelation there, it's almost like, 
God is talking to me, but it's through what he, like what I wrote and what was being talked about a year ago. Right. And so like, I see what I was writing and like what I was asking for and what I was, you know, you know, talking about then. And, and that, that gives me the peace and the hope that like, like, I don't know. I know that there's something very special coming, that there's going to be something really remarkable down the road. I just don't want it to be when I'm 80. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, let's go, let's do this now. Like, I'm ready. You know, it's funny. Like, my wife and I talk about like the the chosen and stuff. There's, you know, this really, really great episode. You know, really great uh, show. Um, but there's like in uh, like where Peter's like talking to Jesus, and he's like, he he's like, you know. I'm ready, let's do this, I'll follow you to the ends of the earth, like I'm ready, like let's go, and I feel like that's me, you know, like I'm in that place, I'm like let's go, like let's do this, and and, you know, through that I've just learned that, no, like I I feel like this is what I'm being told, no, you're you're still the student, Mm -hmm. you're not, you're not ready yet. Be the student, let me be the teacher, you be the student, and then at some point, I'll like I'll need you I'll need you for whatever that purpose is and so I don't know that's maybe I'm reading too deep into it I have no, no I, I have no idea but like I can tell you like and I and I recommend this to a lot of my friends too I'm like dude if you're going through trials uh prayer journal 100% like write it all down write it all down because you'll be amazed when you yeah. go back yeah. and you start reading it you're like man that was yeah. answered that was answered that was answered yeah. or this wasn't answered and here's why Right. It's super, right. super interesting. So, anyway. Well, I think it's exciting because it is exciting. you there definitely is something coming on the horizon um, for you, and you feel it, and that's why you're so anxious and excited because you know it. But also that like that desire to and that readiness and willingness to go all in is also a God-given instinct that mm. you have. So there's something wrong with that. That's like part of the reason why you are chosen for whatever it is that is coming. I think the I was chosen to talk <laughs> on a microphone. So I tell everybody, like I have no skill set whatsoever. I just uh, talk. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Paul? I think the the point of the journal to come back to that. You know, you're you're talking about how you look back and you see that oh that was answered mm-hmm. or that wasn't answered for this reason. I think what that starts to do, and this is where I think patience starts to grow, is is the question becomes less, like less and less you ask the question of why am I here? Why am I doing this? And the question more and more becomes, okay, what are you doing? What are you doing here? What is your purpose mm. with this? You know, and because you start to see that, oh wait, there, there's a trend here. There's a trend where this happened, this didn't happen. And, and you start to see that, that God is working kind of in the long run. Mm-hmm. And when that, when that question gets flipped around and you're, you, you start, you know, you start sitting and you start listening and you start saying, what are you doing? That's when patience starts to grow, you know? Yeah. That's good. It's good stuff. Oh, I didn't mean to turn it. Yeah, it happens sometimes. <laughs> I, I'm like I, I'm a spiritual person, so it's it's always uh, interesting to dive into those topics, especially like around the trials of you know the past year and stuff. I think it's I think it's super super important too. So uh, before we wrap up, why don't you tell everybody where they can connect with you guys, where they can you know like contact you for your services yeah. or yeah. follow along. Well, um, we're on um, Instagram and Facebook, Footstone Photography. Um, Obviously, our website has all of the work that we are most proud of. Um, But I tell you what, if if people followed anything, it would be um, to follow our blog, which is linked on our website. Okay. That's my... It's like a side passion or what? That's our side passion. That's my side passion. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Less of a side passion anymore. Becoming more of a full passion. Nice. (laughs) True. True. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, again, you guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure catching up with you guys and hearing all the great stuff. 
And thank you so much to James Leitner for basically producing this entire thing. <laughs> he is the man. He makes it all happen. Happy birthday, James. And podcast fam, if you're driving and didn't have a chance to write down the information of our sponsors, don't worry. You can find it all on our website at whoagnv.com slash sponsors. And we have links to all the websites and that great stuff. And special love this episode to our friends, the Masters of Disaster, the best restoration. We love these guys and are super grateful for all of their support. When we first moved into this location, uh, it was moldy. It was really disgusting, and they came in and did a bunch of demolition and cleaned out the entire, like all They're the mold. So great. Yeah, so great, awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, so, you guys, if you need anything for your business or for your home when it comes to that, the, any type of disaster, definitely call our friends at the Best Restoration. You can contact them at three five two five zero five three three two one. Again, that's three five two. 505-3321 or visit them at thebestrestoration.com and when you do be sure to say I heard you on the WHOA GNV podcast the podcast for you businesses and individuals that make you go whoa whoa, whoa. we'll see you later <laughs> bye <laughs>